0: Oh, stomping Jen.
1: I like this new view.
0: What new view? Why don't you tell our listeners? I'm
1: on the other side of the table.
0: And what are you looking at? Just our art stuff. I kind of like you just having to stare at a blank wall. But let's talk about this. What episode is this? What I are we doing? I have
1: no idea what episode we're on.
0: This is our vacation spectacular spectacular, oh, right? Oh,
1: Yay!
0: And we are going to talk all about the vacation we just took. I've been gone for two weeks, Mm -hmm. and you and Space Unicorn have been gone for a week. And so we're going to have some special guests to help us with our vacation spectacular, spectacular. Right? And it's the aforementioned Space Unicorn, and also coming back is Ted. (laughs) Everyone loves Ted, right?
1: I like how you say Ted, like...
0: Head. All right. Well, without further ado, why don't we get to it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The Soft Serve Podcast creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen, Space Unicorn, and Ted (laughs) is here again to talk about our vacation that we just took to the Southwest. All right. Stomping Jen, we said hello to you. Let's say hello to our good friend, Space Unicorn. Hi, Space Unicorn. Hi. How you doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing, I guess.
0: Just doing?
2: Yeah, just doing.
0: Okay. Uh, Ted, how you doing? Doing pretty well. I think
3: that song you just, uh, sung might top the Turkey in a Bucket song from last time
0: was on the podcast. There was a Turkey and a Bucket song? Turkey and a Bucket, yeah. What? I don't remember that at all. you remember all. that? Really from the Thanksgiving special? No, I don't.
3: Um, he played the country music and sang about brining a turkey in a bucket.
0: Okay. Um, let's take Ted's word for that and not go back and try to find that. So, how's everyone doing? Uh, Space Unicorn, how are you?
2: You just asked me that question. I did? <laughs> this is going yeah, really well.
0: Oh, all right. Well, let's tell everybody I had a migraine today, so my brain's a little scrambled. <laughs> so, okay, you're doing good. Ted's doing good. Stomping Jen, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Is that true? Yeah. I forgot, you neglected to mention that it's also Father's Day.
0: Well, nobody knows when we're recording this, but since you mentioned it, okay, it's Father's Day.
1: Why, why the sad music?
0: Hmm? Do you like Father's Day? Yes. Oh, okay then.
1: Who doesn't like, I mean, I guess if you don't like your father.
0: I thought you didn't want to celebrate it today.
1: What are you talking about? Are you saying we didn't celebrate you today?
0: I'm not saying that at all. I thought you didn't want to. What? Because I had a migraine.
1: You having a migraine put a crimp in all of our plans because you were not feeling well, but that's nothing to do with Father's Day.
0: Interesting. Hmm. What do other people think? Um, Space Unicorn, was today Father's Day? Please.
2: Uh. Yeah, it was Father's Day.
0: Closer to your microphone. I thought we went over this. Yes. It Sit was. up straight and talk into your microphone.
2: Yes, it was Father's Day.
0: Okay. Um, well, thank you for thank you for celebrating with me. Ted, was today Father's Day?
3: Well, yes. I mean, that, that is an objectifiable uh, question.
0: Okay, I'm just trying to go with this. Stomping Jen brought it up, so I'm yeah. just trying to make something out of this. We
1: celebrated you today, didn't we not?
0: Sure. Why don't you tell people about that?
1: Can one of the children? Of the father, tell uh, our listeners what we did for Father's Day.
3: Well, we woke up, we slept in, all right, uh, specifically uh, me and Space Unicorn. Uh, Oh,
1: so you slept in on Father's Day? Listen,
3: we're jet-lagged from our wonderful vacation, (laughs) which we'll talk about later. Um, And so we then, what did we do then? Um, I think... Me and uh, stomping Jen went to a farmer's market, where one of the vendors where we usually receive um, w- one of the vendors where we usually receive uh, like cookies and pastries wasn't there, so we had to go. Uh, we had to go back home.
0: And then, All right, thank you, uh, Ted. Uh, Space unicorn, <laughs> what did you want to say?
2: Uh, Ted, actually. Ted actually missed an event that happened.
0: What event happened?
2: Uh, I'll let him tell that.
0: Ted, okay, what event if happened?
3: If I, if I missed it. Then there's a slim chance of me knowing what it is. So do you do you want to say what you're thinking?
2: What did we get up and do? What? What did we? What, what did we do when we got up?
3: Well, we got dressed. We brushed our teeth. Yeah.
2: And we went downstairs to. Listen, I
3: don't know what you're talking about. You gotta just tell me.
2: Okay, so we got up and we woke ourselves up, and we went downstairs to the office where we had hidden a care package for uh for Sawtooth. So um, I
0: loved my care package. Thank you. It was all of my favorite things in there. So what we, was it? What was in there? Why don't you tell people?
2: Well, there was sunblock. Seltzer, cliff bars, specifically peanut butter crunch cliff bars, and peanut butter and jelly.
1: There was some other stuff in there
3: too. As
2: well as chocolate.
3: Yeah, there was chocolate.
0: Yay. A great care package. And don't forget the bucket. There was a green <laughs> yeah. bucket. I. Could never have too many buckets around oh, here.
3: Don't don't forget green is Sawtooth's just favorite color.
0: I actually hate green, but I won't hold it against you. All right, that was Father's Day, uh, Stomping Jen. Anything else you want to add about Father's Day before we talk about our vacation?
1: Uh, so space unicorn is raising.
0: Uh, please, space unicorn, go ahead.
2: Um, we forgot to mention that the room we're currently in is painted green. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, then we made a you.
2: spectacular
1: Father's Day meal.
3: Oh yeah, it was it was very very good. We had salad with strawberries and feta, mm-hmm. uh, feta cheese, and then we also had fries and, and we asparagus. had asparagus. Yes, an asparagus. Thank you very much. It was. I said salad. You don't really have to. All okay. right, whatever. Um, we also had for dessert a little pie. We got. It was a banana pie, banana cream pie. Banana is one of Sawtooth's favorite uh, flavors, I'm relatively sure.
0: Very true. I love banana, um, and I love cream. I love pies. (laughs) So when you combine all of those things, it it makes a super thing that I love.
1: Mm -hmm. And and Space Unicorn made a
2: special treat for you, also.
0: Oh yes. What did you make, Space Unicorn?
2: I made a chocolate. Covered strawberries.
3: Which she has forgot to mention, uh, were actually frozen by accident. Yeah, you accidentally and froze were them. rock That's okay. hard. I were not I was not able to eat them because it would have broken my braces. Hey, Space Unicorn, thank yeah, you.
1: She did a great job. Thank you.
3: pit it- this chime a lot. Oh yeah. And uh, um also the banana cream pie was frozen because our refrigerator uh, it has two two parts: There's a freezer mm. and then a refrigerating part. All right, and then the refrigerating part freezes things, and the freezer part actually refrigerates things. <laughs> what it's else? Terrible. <laughs> I mean, what else? What?
1: <laughs> all right, enough about Father's Day. We appreciate you today and all days. Saw uh, you really?
2: uh,
3: oh,
0: okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, please.
2: I was gonna say, can you please turn off that horrible noise? But
0: the crickets. All right. Do you know what that horrible mm -hmm. noise was?
2: Yes. Crickets.
0: crickets. All right. So we're here to talk about our vacation, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Our vacation to the Southwest during a record-breaking heat wave. It was really
0: smart. Let's back up a little bit because um, Ted and I left on this vacation, and it wasn't a a record-breaking a A week earlier am i right ted yes it was in fact a week earlier. we left on monday what june 9th Ninth?
1: i don't know no that's
0: not right stop making stuff up stomping jen it was
1: the seventh
0: we left on let me get the date straight here i'm gonna open you a need calendar to Tell
1: everybody exactly what day we went anywhere i
0: kind of curious um well the 11th was friday can't well, open my calendar it was the seventh it was no.
1: It was 100% the 7th.
0: We left on June 7th. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is very entertaining. Anyways, mm-hmm. Monday. Um,
1: June 7th.
0: Monday, June 7th. Yep. So Ted and I flew out to Las Vegas. Like boy, Monday. your
1: wings must be tired.
2: Huh.
3: Very good. Very funny.
0: All right. Anyway. Um, Speaking uh, of and
2: Father's Day, that was one. That was one good dad joke you had there, stomping Jen.
0: Okay, thank you, Space Unicorn. Um, So our adventure started. We got on our plane. It was Jet Blue. We were flying, and almost immediately, um, some anti-masker started trouble before we even took off. And we had a really late flight. Ted and I. It left Eastern Standard Time. What, like eight o'clock? We were already. As Ted just mentioned, under some kind of delay, and then some fucking jackass on the plane starts causing trouble and complaining about how he doesn't want to have to wear a mask because um, the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, requires everyone on a plane to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. So anyways, this guy starts flapping his fucking gums about his freedoms and he shouldn't have to wear a mask. Finally, the flight attendant is like, look, sir, we're going to throw your ass off this plane if you don't shut up. Did she say that? No. Yeah, basically.
3: (laughs) But they did have a uh, loudspeaker announcement basically saying, hey, guys, just keep your mask on for the duration of the flight. It's literally only five hours, and then you can go take your mask off and do whatever the heck you want. Oh, they said that? Yeah. Yeah, they did say that. And so just uh, don't basically they just said, don't be a baby and wear a mask for the next five hours. But yeah, that, in summary, that's what happened.
0: Yeah, so he shut up. The plane got off. Um, the plane got off the ground. This
1: caused an hour-long delay.
0: <sighs> no, no, not this. This didn't. There was a delay for another reason. Oh, okay. But okay, okay. plane gets off the ground. And I'll give it to JetBlue. They have a really awesome in-flight computer system where you can see your plane just about anywhere at all times over the country. Um, they have free Wi-Fi. They have all of the things you could want. Yep. Had good snacks, good what drinks. What was the good snacks? Uh, chips, right, yep. Ted?
3: Yeah, yep. there was chips, and they offered a selection of drinks. And I want to comment on their uh, in-flight sort of entertainment system. They had they had a little like TV or like a tablet kind of in front of it or behind every seat. So. Uh, you could play, you could just like play, play with it. And there was a game section, but it had the most standard games like battleship, tic-tac-toe chess, you know. So the, the actual map, the in-flight like map was the most entertaining thing on the flight, I have to say,
1: mm-hmm.
3: just watching the plane.
0: Yeah, it was good. Um. So anyways, the flight itself was fine. Um, Ted and I land in Las Vegas at some Ungodly hour, right, so it, you... God, we landed
1: at
3: like 1 a.m. and didn't get back to the hotel. It
0: was we like didn't... 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right?
1: Not Vegas time. No,
0: so it was around.
1: Vegas was hopping.
0: 11:30, um, <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, okay, we'll just grab an Uber. But I haven't Ubered at an airport before, so I didn't realize there was an entire level of a parking garage dedicated to Ubering, and there were tons of people waiting for these Ubers. Like, tons. And I so many that when I pulled up the app to get an Uber, it was like, there are no drivers. So what I did, I very smartly went up two tiers. Mm. Instead of paying the 19 bucks, I paid like 50. And immediately, an Uber came and got us. (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm not waiting around. It's like one in the fucking morning. And I'm not. It's like 11.30.
1: We're,
0: yeah, we're both, like, super tired. There's all these people. So, anyways, that should worked. I slept on the plane. I can't sleep on planes. Yeah. It, it was kind of terrible. Slept what about you, Space plane. Unicorn? Can you sleep on planes?
2: No. I think the only one here that can is Stomping Jen.
0: Stomping Jen can sleep anywhere. She has that superpower. Yeah. So, Ted and I get into our Uber... And uh, we went to the travel lodge. We told the Uber driver, take us to the travel lodge. Which is where we had booked.
3: In Uber Las Vegas.
0: Um, so we pull up, um, and he takes us to right on the main strip. And we get out of our Uber, and immediately um, we notice a pimp in the parking lot um, with his two prostitutes. So like, oh, this is fun. This is great for the kids. So we Hold go, something. yeah. It's so real we enriching experience. So I'm like, to say to Ted, we got to get inside here, right, before the the pimp captures us, <laughs> right? And so we go inside, and um, the woman asks for our name and our reservation numbers. She's like, oh, honey, I'm sorry, this is the wrong travel lodge. You're like what? There's more. She's like, there's t- there's three four. in Las Vegas. Four. She's like, there's four, and you went to the wrong one. She goes, this is the bad travel. Yeah. Lunch. She goes, this is Wait. The p- she
1: said
3: that yes, was a bad one. Yeah.
0: She goes, the good news is you have reservations at the good one. She said. So. <laughs> so I run outside. Our Uber is gone, and so I had to summons another Uber to come get us. And did
1: you have to pay fifty dollars? Like Seventy
0: dollars. On? On no. Ubers that night. This one was only twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. So the Uber took us to our good hotel. Um and then Ted and I uh, Ubered to it, checked in and went to sleep. Great. Right. So the next morning, which was Tuesday, um, Hogshank, my brother met us, and we got uh, we got our cars right, and then we drove to Utah from Las How Vegas. How
1: many cars did you drive?
0: Two, two.
3: Yeah. And oh, you're forgetting about the lovely, lovely car rental.
0: What happened at the car rental? Oh yeah,
3: there, remember there was a guy who went on the dot com.
0: Oh, the dot com, well, yeah. The so there was an old guy in the line in front of us causing trouble. He hadn't made a reservation, and he was claiming that because he went on the, dot-com the dot com, that he should get <laughs> the a car. Dot-com. Yeah, he's just causing trouble. This old guy I went
1: on the dot com.
3: Wasted
0: like an hour, maybe yeah.
3: like thirty minutes. But
0: yeah. we ended up having to wait for this old guy thirty minutes who barged his way into the line. So. We get our cars and we drive, was it like five and a half hours to Utah yep. to go hiking?
3: And we think Hogshank's in front of us because he like
0: disappears.
1: Was he behind you?
0: No, he was in front of us, but he uh, Hogshank drives really fast, much faster than I thought. And I had lectured him prior to all of this saying, well, you know, because I thought he drove slower than he does on the highway. I was like, I'll stay right behind you, don't worry about it. Meanwhile, I had trouble keeping up with him most of the time. So we get to Utah, um, we meet up there, and our first hike was at this place called Bryce Canyon. And it's like 12, by the way. What's
3: like 12? Uh, when 12 we get there, PM? I think I think it's important. What time was it?
1: That could not possibly have been 12 p.m. Because we got
3: back just when the sun was you setting. You
1: picked up the car at 9.30 in the morning.
0: Mm. All irrelevant details. So right. we get to Bryce Canyon... And we hiked. We did this really epic, um, 10 mile, eight to 10 mile hike on what's called the Fairyland Loop. It's
3: very beautiful.
0: Yeah. Some of the most incredible, amazing rock formations I've ever
3: seen. And now on on this hike, I just want to point out there were some, there were some like relatively steep inclines with some like mildly steep drop drop offs, and and, to has anxiety about that
0: kind of stuff. I have a, I, space unicorn you're staring at me um i have a crippling fear of falling from heights do you have that no talking to the microphone no you don't this will become relevant later yeah this is a this is a through line through much of my trip um so um so we're doing we're doing the hike it was pretty uneventful it was beautiful um and uh, Ted and I are hiking along, and Hogshank, my brother, is behind us. And all of a sudden, we hear him start screaming, tarantula, tarantula, tarantula. Three times, I'll never yeah. forget it. He goes, guys, get over here, right? And he's it's a giant he's, tarantula. He's standing at a distance with it, poking it with his hiking stick, right? And then we walk up to him, and we go, that's a pine cone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and it was. It, it was just a furry pine cone. Yeah. Come on, it, it looked like a tarantula. So. Did you
1: pick it up?
0: Yeah, eventually yeah. we picked it up. So um, we
3: coined the term uh, pine ranchula to describe yeah, this uh, um, amazing phenomenon.
0: Yeah, pine ranchula Did or, you take
1: a picture of the pine Uh no, We did we not didn't.
0: take a picture of the pine rantula. So
3: it was <laughs> <through laughs> <it the> on <laughs> forever in your memory. Yeah. It literally was just a pine cone.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, or, uh, or space unicorn. We called it a tarantula cone.
1: So, was this like on your bingo bucket list? Like your.
3: Well, I was on Hogshead. Your
1: Southwest Vacation bingo card.
0: Bryce Canyon?
1: No. Seeing a tarantula. It Uh, sounds like he was super excited about that. What's funny.
0: Yeah. What's funny is our friend Legs, Mm -hmm. um, who's been on this podcast before, told us when he went to Bryce Canyon that he saw a bunch of tarantulas. Yeah. So, I think. Hogshank wasn't too out of line in thinking that we might see some tarantulas. So we finished the hike at sundown like in that and sundown is like 8:30 out there, right so that? which is worrying because the temperature drops,
3: sure. drops rapidly.
0: Yep so we're walking to our car right We're trying to find our car after some misadventures with that and uh, all of a sudden Hogshank's phone rings right and it's ring, the, ring, it's the hotel. And uh, from where we're we went to
3: Zion, by the way, yeah,
0: uh, we were next scheduled to drive to Zion National Park in Utah, um, which should have been an hour and a half away if you can drive through this mountain, right? Okay. And there's, there's a, a tunnel, tunnel that goes through this mountain. Um, so Hogshank gets a call from the hotel saying, uh, You better hurry up. The tunnel closes at 9 30. 10 o'clock. No, the tunnel closed at 9.30. I remember looking at my ten o'clock. It was wrong. ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. It was ten o'clock. It was ten o'clock. That anyways, was 10 o'clock. whatever it was, there's absolutely no way that we could have made the yeah, drive. At, at
3: the time it was eight thirty. And then this is this is actually great. We actually went down the wrong road to get to the parking lot, so we had to go through a giant like gopher field. It's like a gopher. Groundhog, yeah. sorry. We
0: there, walked through Groundhog yeah, We had to everywhere. walk we had to walk through a groundhog field. But um, so anyways to make a very very long story short, we still tried to go through the tunnel.
3: Yeah. That's
0: right. The wrong. Wrong. Place. And I want you to remember, this is all in the middle of the desert, at and you night. have you have the spottiest cell phone connection. So we drive the hour and a half um, hour or so to the tunnel, and it's closed. Yeah, it's ten. It's
3: like ten thirty at the time,
0: and we're just sitting there. We're like, oh shit. They really did close this tunnel, and there's no way through it. And so we then had to drive. I'm going to leave out a lot of details here, Ted, because they're not important. Yeah. We then had to drive five and a half hours through the desert at night. We had to go all the way around Zion National Park. Um, to get to our hotel, it was times are getting it was crazy.
3: I think I think a really good way to represent this is if you if you have a house, right, and the and then the front door is the tunnel to Zion. We basically had to go all the way around the back of the house, all just to get to the back door. We went through the back of Zion, basically. Yeah,
0: and the thing, the thing that the thing that surprised me the most was all of the crazy, weird shit that's happening in the desert in the middle of the night.
1: I wish I had seen all the crazy wild shit St-
0: Stomping Jen, I told you There was a surprising number of people Just out there in the middle of nowhere Doing Wandering. stuff We drove past what looked like a rave That's and awesome wild. So I remember we're driving I'm like, you know, going on almost no sleep uh, Because of the night before And hiking, like all, yep, hiking all day We're barreling through the desert At 90 miles an hour Out in the distance I see all this Neon glowing
1: it sounds awesome.
0: And I like, thought I was hallucinating. should
1: have stopped and just gone out and partied all no, night.
0: And I, thought I was ha- and I thought I was hallucinating.
1: Baby's first rave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we come up upon this as like a couple of trailers encased in neon tubing.
1: That sounds amazing. And there are a bunch
0: of people like standing around. They look like they were dancing. But we were going so fast. I didn't hear anything. And I, didn't I didn't see s-
1: anything. I didn't hear anything. I just kept on going.
0: And then, you know, we saw just like a bunch of people out partying at random spots in the middle That's of the awesome. desert. It was crazy.
3: Yeah, and then at some point we were driving And then this giant white rabbit uh, leaps in front of our car Yeah, we killed It was that. a
0: white rabbit? It was a hare. <laughs> and it was like, hey guys
1: More preposterous by the no, minute No,
0: and it actually yelled Did at us Did it
1: his- say, hey, you forgot to go to the rave? <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> All the action is back there
0: Yeah, and then we killed it <laughs> We hit it. Um, you
1: hit the poor rabbit?
0: What stopped? Accident. It stopped.
1: Remember <laughs> what the dog said!
0: It stopped in the middle of the road this to is tell
1: the us saddest story about ever. the rave,
0: and we destroyed it.
1: You could have had a great adventure.
0: Oh, I heard the crunching.
3: That was terrible. Boom.
1: No, it was, I was more right. All right, all right, all right. All right, so anyways. Mine is, my commentary is much more funny. (laughs)
0: Um, So we get, we finally get to the, we finally get to the hotel. Like, I don't know what time, but we went to bed. Super late. Super late. And so that brings us to Wednesday for our next hiking adventure, which was at um, Zion National Park. I think that's yep. a, in Utah.
3: And and th- this was on Hogshank's bucket list, this place called Angel's Landing. Yeah. And and, and, and if, if you are on something where you can look it up, just look up some pictures right now. Yes. Just imagine it.
0: Stop. Go look at a YouTube video of Angel's Landing. And what I want you to know is before I agreed to go on this trip, what I said to Hogshank was, I have one condition. I said, I don't want to go on any trails where I can fall to my death. Um, now, this Angel's Landing, its main feature is it's characterized by a two-foot walkway with a chain that you hold on to and a thousand-foot drops on either side. Jesus.
3: <laughs> it's terrible. I saw the pictures myself.
0: Um, oh, you be- didn't go out there? Uh, we, okay. No, I will Listen tell you what happened. We'll tell you what happened. Um, so before we left on the trip, Hogshank, you know, he told me about all of this. Right? He wanted to do this, and I was like, no way, I'm not doing it. I don't think I can let Ted do that. Um, I said, but I will try to hike up to the base of it with you. Cause there's like a base and then you get up to like where the, the chains are, you climb up there and go across it. Yeah.
3: There's an, there's an ascent and then there's a uh, ridgeline walk.
0: Yeah. So I was like, I'll try to get to the um, bottom of the ridgeline. That's as far as I think I can go. So we, we, we hiked up and I didn't even make it there. So for anybody knows, who knows what a switchback is, the trail goes in a series of S-curves up the side of the mountain.
3: Mm-hmm. So if, if you can imagine like a uh, ant farm, it's like that with like ramps going up on either side.
0: Yep. So the higher and higher we get, the drop-offs begin to get steeper and steeper. And I began to just, at some point I became paralyzed with panic and I couldn't go any further. Like, I feel like we made it.
3: We made it relatively high. We made
0: it relatively high. Um, what's wrong, Space Unicorn? What do you want to say? Nothing. Are you surprised that I suffered a panic attack? No. So what's going on? Nothing. All right. Okay. All right. She's um, she's just staring at me. So anyway, so we get up there and I just I had to say to Hogshank and Ted, I can't go any further. I'm done,
3: and so he, he wanted to keep going up, but I said, it no, was Hogshank." Hogshank. I said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna leave uh, Sawtooth here." That's well, I
0: said, I, I said about. to Hogshank, "You can go. I'm fine. I will sit here and wait." <laughs> right. That's part of being somebody who has um, anxiety. Right is knowing my own limitations, and then not raining on everybody else's parade. Right. So, but, um, Ted and Hogshank decided uh, not to go forward. Um, so.
1: That was nice of them. Yeah,
0: chivalry. Uh, so we went back down and we finished the day in Zion with a series of, um, beautiful but rather uneventful hikes. Hikes
3: around Emerald Creek. That was, they were kind of interesting. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Yep. So, uh, we get done there, we hop in our cars and, um.
1: I don't know how you were driving anymore.
0: <laughs> and then we go to the uh, uh, the Grand Canyon. Or do we stay there? No, we stayed there that night.
3: Right? Was it another like really long drive? Because I remember. No, we st- We stayed at uh, Zion another night.
1: Yeah, you stayed in Zion. So Zion. We got
3: two breakfasts.
0: Yeah, there. we stayed at Zion two
3: nights. Oh, he,
1: he marks his time by the breakfast. Oh, they had these guy.
0: burritos that Ted and liked. Then,
3: and, yes, and then we. When we were driving out of Zion, this is really interesting, there was a lot of like uh, steep cliffs for your car to that potentially fall off of, and so Sawtooth was incredibly surprised that we were actually driving on that in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, I mean, and we were driving like at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> Wait, the, the
3: night before? The night before.
0: Oh, but you couldn't see? Couldn't see. I had no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, God. So, um. So, anyways, we stayed there. We get up the next morning. We're off to the Grand Canyon, right? And as you'll find out, there have been lots of debate um, about how we should handle this Grand Canyon hike. Um, Yeah,
1: because there's like tons of different hikes.
0: Yeah, and um, Space Unicorn, I I can see you over there, and so we get to you quickly. We're gonna make we're gonna make this Grand Canyon story as short as possible, okay? Because you're gonna meet up with us in a few days, okay? Okay. So. Um, so on the first day, so it was about another four, four and a half hour drive from Zion to the Grand Canyon. So We, we were talking. So we only had half a day. Um, we had half a day of hiking ahead of us. So we get in our cars, we drive to the Grand Canyon, and we decide, we came up with a plan for this hiking. We're going to test the waters. Yep. Yeah, so there's this really popular trail um, called the Bright Angel Trail. Uh, It has shade, it has water, and it takes you down from the south rim of the Grand Canyon to the Colorado River. So um, I posited that I wanted to... um, Well, first of all, Hogshank wanted to do this longer 19-mile hike from a different point on the south rim and come up the Bright Angel Trail. I didn't want to do that. I I said, there's no way... I can handle a 19-mile hike. Um, My opinion was it was going to be too hot. I didn't think we should do it. Uh, Hogshank um, kindly conceded to my alternative plan, which was on the Thursday we got there, with our half a day, we should do a test. So we wanted to hike about a quarter of the way down the Bright Angel Trail.
3: So 1.5 miles.
0: Yep. See how I did with the heights. Now this trail is four to five feet wide, right at all points, and at all points it hugs the wall of the canyon.
3: Yeah, like like where Sawtooth had a panic attack on um, uh, Angels Landing, it, it it was so much so much worse on Bright Angel Trail.
0: What do you mean it was worse?
3: Uh, the drop offs were steeper, they were farther. It yeah, was but terrible. the
0: trail was wider, and I could get close to the wall, and I could just focus on that and not have to think about the drop offs. <laughs> So that's how I managed to get down. Um, so on Thursday, I was relatively confident that I could do the Bright Angel Trail. So we did. We hiked a one and a half miles down, came back up the one and a half miles, and we were like, okay, the next morning we're going to hike down to the Colorado
3: River. And I, th- I think it's important to know what our goal setting at the moment was. It was to hike to Phantom Ranch, which we thought... From uh this place called Indian Garden was only like another two miles or so, I think we believed. Yep.
0: Yep. So anyways, uh Hogshank had this app he was using called All Trails on his um mm-hmm. on his phone.
1: mari's mom loves that.
0: Yeah. Um All Trails can go to fucking hell. <laughs> can. Right. Uh so we set off on our hike on Friday, right? Our, Maybe
1: he just didn't know how to use it
0: he knew how to use it so it was the the app was fucked so we go down we go down this trail right and we hike about 5 all in all the the, the trail was the hike was supposed to be 15 miles round trip that's right. what we'd calculated based on this all trails so we
3: hiked 6 down i think
0: we hike 6 down we get to this place called Indian Garden which is basically like an oasis at the bottom Mm-hmm. right cuz there's all this water down there it's where they're piping water from the top into and there's trees and shade and we see a sign down there um and we le- sorry i just want to back up we left right at sunrise got down there in relatively quick fashion like 3 hours mm-hmm. um and but by the time we had gotten down there it was getting hot already it was like 90 degrees you know, just three hours after we started, um, it was getting like really hot. So we get to Indian garden and we start seeing these signs basically saying, do not attempt to hike to the river from the rim in a day Mm -hmm. and go back. You will die. Like there are signs that say that literally you stand a really good chance of dying. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, Hogshank sees us, and he's like, well, let's try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds, not, sounds reasonable.
0: Right. But then we see a sign saying that the river is another four miles away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which would have added like eight miles onto our trip, round trip. Right. Right. And I might have the mileages off a little bit, but that's the basic idea. It right. was some factor of miles longer than we had anticipated. Right. I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I really don't know. I'm really getting worried. It's getting hot. And this wasn't even during the heat wave. This was before the heat wave. Right. So we decided to go ahead a little bit and just check it out. So we're going, we're going. We see another sign of a person on their hands and knees vomiting, <laughs> right? Water and their back is bright red. And it's like, seriously, turn back. Right. Don't attempt this. And when I'm standing there, then all of a sudden... Um coming down the trail is um what appears to be a woman dressed in like nineteen fifties ranger attire. She's like, Hello. She had this like really kind of um calm, almost like mystical demeanor to oh, her. Here comes the music. Right? She's like she she goes, Hello, where are you all going?
1: Is that how she sounded?
3: Uh, kinda. It's a little louder.
0: And I was like, oh, we're just hiking down to the river and back. And she stops, tilts her head a little bit, looks up at the sun, she gets this really sad look on her face. That did happen. And she goes, oh boy, she goes, I'm not sure I would recommend that. She goes, it's going to get really hot.
3: And also they say they do like a one to two rescues a week of yeah. people like us who try and attempt the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: think she
1: just took one look at you guys and was like, nope.
0: And then she told us, yeah, like Ted said, she said, we've done several evacuations already. She said, and if you do attempt this, I highly recommend that you spend the night or hike out during the dark, right? And then we're like, okay, um, thanks. And she said... Good luck. And she just wandered off into the brush.
3: She did say good luck. It was pretty cryptic.
0: Yeah. And she literally, she just wanders off into the brush and we never see her again. And we're all standing there and we literally were like, what just happened? Was was that a ghost? (laughs) And then, then this couple comes up the trail, like they're all sweaty. They're looking tired. They're filthy. And I'm like, where are y'all coming from? The river, and um, they go, oh yeah, we're coming up from the river, Um, and Hogshank's like, yeah, how far is it? They're like, oh, miles, easily miles.
3: Yeah, because at this point we had we had some concerns because we had been seeing signs that to Phantom Ranch five miles, and we thought it was like two.
0: Yeah, and all trails kept telling Hogshank it was like a mile and a half, and he (laughs) thought he could do this. Anyways, they're like, they're like, no, they're like, no, it's too hot already. Right, and one of the things that the the ghost, we came to think of the the ranger who was probably a ghost is the canyon ghost. One of the things the canyon ghost was telling us is that it used its, um, the canyon ghost used its temperature gun and measured the temperature on the rocks to be 180 degrees. And so the couple. That's pretty hot. And then the it couple is. is like, the rocks are really hot. They're like, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. They're like, go back now. That's what the couple like said what to us. What
1: time did they leave in the
0: morning? I have no idea. We don't know. I think, and anyway, so at that point, at that point, I just, I was, I had to, I said to Hogshank, I was like, look, I can't take Ted down there. I can't risk it. So I said to Hogshank, look, I love you. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to stop you. But I was like, I don't want you to die I said, Ted and I can't join you, and you're going to be alone. And anyway, so we thought some more about it, and then we all made the decision together to go back up. So, um,
3: good so, decision. So
0: that's what we did. Um, and
3: where's the cheer button? Yay.
0: Hold on. Go ahead, Ted. You can hit it right here. So, and then we had to hike the six miles. Back out.
3: And don't forget that Hogshank left their backpack at Indian oh, Garden. Oh, <laughs> right. So
0: we so we stopped we stopped at Indian Garden to get to like rehydrate and get water for the hike back up. And you know, we're all walking, you know, we at least walked a mile in this heat on the sand. It's, this part is like really sandy, and Hogshank goes to take a drink out of his camel back and it's not there. <laughs> and uh
1: how did he not realize? You know his- yeah,
3: no idea. Yeah, anyways, anyways, I ran all the so way. So Ted back. ran
0: two miles to retrieve the backpack. It wasn't
3: two miles; it was like half a mile.
0: So anyways we we started hiking. We started hiking back up, and it was a really difficult. It was a really difficult climb out of the canyon. My feet were hurting me, and everybody everybody was struggling by the end, except Ted. Um I could barely walk. My feet were so bad. And that was that was it. That was the end of the hike. We were all glad we did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um
1: And you're alive and yes. you live to tell the tale. Yes,
0: and we agreed that when uh we agreed that at some point we're gonna attempt it again. You are? Yeah. Maybe in a few years, so...
1: Maybe not in June.
0: Maybe. Maybe not in June. So we should probably do it earlier in the year. So that, that was it. And then um, I think we spent the night there in the Grand Canyon. Um, we woke up the next morning. Uh, we parted ways. Uh, Hogshank parted ways with Ted and I. And then Ted and I drove out to... Las Vegas to begin our Las Vegas journey. Um, and so Ted and I spent Saturday um, in Las Vegas. We stayed in the Luxor hotel. Anything you want to say about that, Ted?
3: It's smoky. it very
1: smoky.
0: It's an old property.
3: well I'm saying I'm saying there's a lot of s- smoke in it, like tobacco smoke,
1: yes.
0: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the Luxor Hotel is like that pyramid-shaped mm-hmm. thing. It's
1: an Egyptian-themed property.
0: Yeah, so that was Saturday. Um, Ted and I stayed there. Um, and at that point, I began to get distressed by the blisters on my feet mm-hmm. from the previous day's hike. Oh, God. They were terrible, so I had to do surgery. So Ted and I went to a CVS. We got needles. This wasn't smart. We got needles, Band-Aids, um, Epsom salts. Betadine. Bened-
1: Betadine? Betadine Iodine. solution.
0: Um, and I I surgically lanced all of my blisters. I don't think that was the right choice either. Anyways, um, I do.
1: <laughs> Too late. It
3: happened.
0: Because it allowed me to walk after that. Oh, um, wait, did we mention the dead body? Oh, yeah. oh, we
3: saw a dead body.
0: Yeah, we did see it. Uh, that was on Sunday morning, though. Um, we saw, right, when we went to go meet... Um...
1: Vegas, baby!
0: Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> so Ted and I get up uh, to go pick up Stomping Jen the next morning, or go get coffee, because um, Stomping Jen and Space Unicorn were flying in Sunday to meet us. That's right. We see a
3: paramedic going up Yeah, so
0: I see this... Uh, on my way to get the coffee, um, I see this paramedic... Uh, very calmly entering the elevator. Uh, not concerned at all. I was like, hmm, that's the calmest paramedic I've ever seen. And then, wouldn't you know it, um, as Ted and I were leaving to go get Stomping Jen, there was a corpse and a body bag on a gurney. Being wheeled out. Being wheeled out.
1: Hey, somebody's time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or an overdose, who knows? And then we saw Space Unicorn and Stomping Jen at the airport.
1: And there was some running.
0: And and Space Unicorn, she saw me from a distance. And she ran. She ran over to me and gave me a big hug. Anything you want to say, Space Unicorn, about our reunion, please talk into the microphone and tell me about our reunion at the airport. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Space Unicorn, please. Our audience wants to hear from you. This is the part where you're going to talk about what happened in Vegas. It doesn't have to stay there. Now tell us.
2: Nothing happened. You
0: ran over and gave me a big hug.
2: Yeah, that was it. It did happen.
0: It did happen. Um, Despite Space Unicorn clamming up now, she was excited to see me, I think. Um, Yeah.
1: And her brother.
0: Yeah. Um now Space Unicorn, what was what were your initial impressions of Las Vegas?
2: Uh I thought it would be very like crowded, like the strip would be like all together and cramped up, and there would be a lot more like lights and people. There and were all of those things. No, but the strip wasn't like together. It was kind of like laid out.
0: It was spread out, right?
2: Yeah, and you I expected it to be all cramped out. And for some reason, I didn't expect um, there to be, like, a lot of smoking there and yes. stuff. So that was definitely something that I didn't expect. So. Yeah. We could talk about that for oh. a second.
0: All right. Go ahead, Stompy Jen. So, F- facilitate for us, please. I was
2: under the false impression
1: that people didn't really smoke anymore. And I was proved what? incorrect. Uh, Because maybe that's true-ish in Massachusetts. Although they sell cigarettes. So I know people smoke them but you don't really see it but in vegas it's everywhere you cannot escape
3: yeah
0: and later we did find a hotel and casino that doesn't allow smoking god that was
1: a breath of fresh
3: air and if we
0: ever go back we will stay there and that is the park mgm
1: yes completely smoke free
0: yeah so next time
1: park mgm and
0: I actually, I think I would have had a better feeling about Vegas if I didn't have to be as exposed to the cigarette yeah, it smoke.
1: Yeah, was terrible. Um, it
0: was drunk horrible. People every, yeah. So, all right. So, we all meet up. We were reunited and it felt so good. Reunited right, Stomping Jen?
1: And it feels so good.
0: Uh, what did we do Sunday? We went somewhere that evening.
1: Uh... Let's see. <clears throat> I made some reservations at Pizza Rock, which was down by the Fremont Street. That was yeah. pretty cool.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, I
1: know. We did so much. They,
2: they had very good green beans.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They did have green beans at the pizza. Okay. But they had like every style of pizza you can think of. Um, but we couldn't eat so much pizza, so we only got two different styles. So one style we got was Italian margarita yeah. style.
3: Well, one of the pizzas was a lot smaller than the other, so I'm glad we got the other pizza.
1: And the other style we got was
3: uh, a
0: meat
1: Chicago cracker thin, which I've never had before. So that was, it was pretty good. Cool. It was mm-hmm. filled with meat. Yeah, and it had ricotta, ricotta ricotta on it. And
0: then we had to get what. Um, Space unicorn to supplement our meal.
2: Green beans? No, we got. Well, that was French part of fries. the
0: appetizer. We got fried <laughs> green beans, but we got French fries too, right? We did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And mostly, you and I ate those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then, where did we go in the evening? Stomping. So, down? oh,
1: but first we checked out the Fremont Street experience, which what was, was really a trip. It was like this canopy covered, TV. basically like a boardwalk in the desert. Is the best way I could describe it. Yeah. yeah. It felt like a boardwalk. But again, people were smoking everywhere and people were ziplining over your head and they... (laughs)
3: This is the turkey in a bucket song.
0: Yeah, that's sort of how it felt to me.
1: Uh, It it was a little... um, It was the Fremont Street experience, but we walked around a little bit and we found the Arts District, I think, the Container Park, and we found some murals and some street art.
0: Yeah, the other thing I will mention about street life in Vegas um, is pot is legal there. And everywhere you go, you smell pot. You are walking through clouds it. of pot. I don't think... People are just freely... I be
1: oblivious, because I don't
2: know.
0: People are freely smoking pot everywhere all over Las Vegas. Yes, Space Unicorn.
2: Continue the music, please.
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: Okay, so we also walked past the famous Heart Attack Cafe, I think. Heart, Heart Attack, Attack Grill. Grill. Yeah. Heart Attack Grill, yeah. And basically, what it is, is there's a giant scale up front. Yeah. And there are a bunch of obese people in hospital gowns eating giant burgers. And their marketing thing is that uh, people over 350 pounds can eat free.
0: That sounds like a deal to me.
2: And people have actually gotten heart attacks there from that, eating too much.
0: That's scary. Not the healthiest food, right? Mm-hmm. No. Right. I don't think should
2: have ate there. I don't think no. no, we shouldn't have. Why? I don't think burgers, giant burgers, and grilled cheeses and French fries. We didn't even look at their menu. You don't even know. what they Says had. the
0: person who ordered French fries for dinner that evening.
2: Who knows? Maybe the the, the heart attack grilled French fries were like fifteen pounds.
3: I don't think that I don't think that French fries are healthy in any context.
0: All right, so, marriage, right? Uh, Stomping Jen, after yes. the Fremont Street um, experience, yes. what did we do?
1: Uh, we got some ice cream.
0: Okay. And then we went to the Neon Museum. Yeah, <laughs> we went
1: to the Neon Museum. Yeah,
0: tell us about the Neon Museum Stomping Jen. This Gen. was
1: pretty cool. So, somebody clued me in and said um, to try to go at around sunset so that when you first go, the sun is just setting, and then once the sun sets, then everything is lit up.
0: Does the sunset at sunset? Could you clear that up again for us? The sun is setting at sunset. Um, please continue.
1: Anyways, uh, the Neon uh, Museum is pretty much what it sounds like. They are a nonprofit that collects and tries to salvage old signs that uh, come off of properties or you know businesses in and around Vegas.
0: It was
1: pretty cool. Uh, And it was pretty cool. I really liked it. Yeah, it was really a lot of fun.
3: That was pretty
0: awesome. Space Unicorn, what did you think about the Neon Museum? She thought it was really cool. Do you want to leave Space Unicorn?
1: She doesn't want to be part of our vacation spectacular.
0: spectacular. I thought she would be excited to contribute to the parts that she was present at.
2: I don't want to talk about the Neon Museum.
0: Okay, well, just say that, okay?
2: That wasn't very exciting for me. I didn't. I didn't have the greatest time. I mostly sat on a bench.
0: Why didn't you have a great time?
2: Um, I don't. I don't find very. Ex- I don't find excitement in except that that's tubes. what you were looking
1: forward to. It Seeing wasn't in Vegas. Was the neon signs and the lights? No,
3: there was a there was a really cool. I sign was
0: looking there.
2: forward to the Hell Kitty Cafe. Uh, All right.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We did that the next day, right? Yeah, hold on. Stomping Jen, did we yeah. do that the next day? I think so.
3: I, I want to talk about one of the signs I found really cool at the Neon Museum. Go ahead. Uh, there was a giant uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Um, one of the one of those signs that they tore mm-hmm. out of one of the places, and it, it, it looked really cool, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. It was very tall. It was a yes. giant guitar.
0: Very impressive. With yeah.
1: many lights.
0: That was cool. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to what um, Monday, right? That was the following Sunday. Monday.
1: Yeah, we finally went back to the hotel and we crashed.
0: Yeah, so uh, we went back, we slept, had a pretty good night's sleep, I think. Um, then the next day we did something you had been really looking forward to, mm-hmm. Stomping Jen, right?
1: This was the main impetus for me to want to go to Vegas.
0: We went to this place called Area 15. What's Area 15? Uh,
1: it's like a giant warehouse that they've converted into a art. Venue with yeah. multiple different art experiences and restaurants and stores.
0: And but
2: the art experiences were interactive. Well,
1: some of them are. I don't think all of them were. Anyway. We didn't see. I said some.
0: We, we were there. So uh, keep telling us about Area 15, please.
1: All right. So the main reason that I wanted to go... Uh, was that there was an exhibit by an art collective called Meow Wolf, uh, and Meow Wolf had put it spent about three years building this interactive art exhibit called Omega Mart, um, which I had started seeing ads for. Ads for on Facebook on my socials, and they were super ridiculous.
3: They did look pretty cool.
1: And, um, because I'm like really interested in a lot of like surrealist art, um, I, I, I guess I was a target market for it. So I was laughing about it with a bunch of friends, but then I actually did some research and found that was a real thing. Um, yeah.
3: I, th- I thought it was completely fake and I was like, oh, that's a real thing. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. You you can look up some of the ads for it. They have have some really cool products
0: for it. So, summarize Omega Mart for us. What happened there? (sighs) What was it?
1: How can you summarize Omega Mart? Oh, my God. So, Omega Mart is basically set up when you enter, it's supposed to look like a supermarket. But when you look at the items for sale, they're not quite right. A right. little wacky. They're a little strange, a little surreal. Um, the other thing that they give you when you first enter is a um, a card. It's an RFID card that you can use throughout the store. And so they didn't. They don't really give you a lot of information when you um, when when you're doing any kind of research. So you don't really quite know um, what the what all this is all about. Um, and I think Sawtooth, you went in blind on purpose, right?
0: I, I did. And hold on a second. Um, Space Unicorn, are you telling us you want to leave? Talking to the microphone. Or do you want
1: to contribute to the, to the Omega Mart story?
2: Uh.
0: It's okay if you want to leave. Just tell me now.
1: We want you to stay.
0: Talking to the microphone. Do you want to leave?
2: Uh, kind of.
0: Okay. Say goodbye to everyone and go.
2: Bye everyone.
0: Okay, bye Space Unicorn. Thanks for joining us. Okay, see ya.
3: Goodbye.
0: Okay, what else, Stomping Jen? About Omega Mart.
1: I thought you wanted to talk about Hello Kitty Cafe.
0: We will. Oh,
3: well, we're going we're going to talk about Omega Mart first.
0: Keep Are you kidding. done talking about Meowwolf and No. I'm okay. Not. Okay, finish.
3: Omega Mart. Omega they give Mart. you these little cards and they tell you go boop everything. What one, right. one of the one of they the functions of the card? Go
1: boop everything. So so
0: you two were way into this whole well, thing. We
1: got way into it. Cause what happened was You want know, me to talk Go ahead.
3: Alright. Anyways, so they, they give you these they give you these ID cards and they tell you go boop everything. And then just scan it on things. And they do they sometimes do things and sometimes they're just they just uh, they do other things. And I guess there's sort of a story that you're meant to be following that can branch off into different paths, and while you're doing this, there's art everywhere and it looks very, very cool.
1: So so okay, so the other part of it is that there are certain um points along the back, what you think is the back wall of the supermarket upon which you can actually enter into a,
0: go ahead. I don't know what that noise is. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: The main part of the exhibit, uh, which is not a supermarket, uh, and is in fact, the back end. So it's supposed to be like the back end of the corporation that runs the supermarket. And there's as Ted mentioned, there is a whole storyline. There's multiple storylines that you can follow along with. Um, but they don't tell you that. You're supposed to like figure it out as you go, right? So that's the whole concept. It's an immersive interactive art exhibit. And so I don't want to give away too much, but it was super fun. It took us about an hour and a half to walk through and figure everything out. And then Ted and I were trying to do the storyline together. um, But we needed a lot more time. And um,
0: can I tell you my perspective on this? I don't care about the storyline. I don't care about the booping cards. Like the thing that was awesome to me is it was full of like these secret passages and, um, like all these surrealistic products, right? Like they had mammoth chunks, right? And um, just different plausible
1: like, deniability was it <clears throat> laundry detergent?
0: Yeah, just these really different, weird products, like a whale based deodorant. Yeah, yeah anyways, cool. like I like that aspect of it, I like just like wandering through it all and mm-hmm. discovering secret passages it's like it fulfilled something in my uh, nascent childhood mind
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: you know those dreams you have where you're wandering through a place and you find new rooms and I corridors terrifying. well that's but that's what this place was like
3: well i in dreams i generally do oh yeah.
1: yeah. so meow wolf uh this is not their first installation i think they're very first installation is a house that they designed in New Mexico that sort of is also like a, the same kind of concept. It's an immersive, interactive art exhibit. Oh, we
3: should yeah. have gone
0: there. So these people, they, I don't know what to call it, what kind of art. It's a art.
1: collective. Well, so they started out as an art collective.
0: I'm not talking about the organization. I mean, the type of art they do. Oh, oh, oh. It's not performance art. It's like this immersive, experiential type of art. Yeah. Um. And honestly, too, that was the moment where I said to myself, "Okay, the pandemic is over," because we were jammed <laughs> in this this fucking supermarket replica with all of these people, most of whom were not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just at that at this point, I'd become so desensitized. I was just like, okay, the pandemic's over. so
1: Yeah, but it was amazing. And um, if you're ever in a city where they have an installation, go check it out. Um, I don't know where else. I I think they're building more, but I'm not sure. More
0: Omega Marts?
1: No, just more installations.
0: Anyways, check that out. That was Meow Wolf's Omega Mart at Area 15 in Las Vegas. And, And then you mentioned this earlier. That evening, we went to the Hello Kitty Cafe. Mm-hmm. Talk about that.
1: Hello Kitty Cafe. You
0: and, uh, oh, you and yeah. Space Unicorn have been looking forward to this.
1: Yes. I am a super... I've loved Hello Kitty uh, since I was little. Yeah. Um, and uh, when Space Unicorn wasn't... Uh, before she was born, I had decked out her nursery and Hello Kitty and Paul Frank stuff.
0: Yep. Merch. So you love Hello Kitty. What was the cart like? The it food was just truck.
1: like a little food truck. I mean, they mostly yeah, it was
0: it was a storage unit they converted.
1: Um, it's you know it it was super cute. Um, they had uh cupcakes and donuts and cookies and brownies and they're all like deck decorated out into different Sanrio characters held from yep. the Hello Kitty world. It was cute. Yeah. It, it, it was, was super cute.
3: We got a uh, we got a Thai iced tea, a mm-hmm. cupcake, which uh, we promptly destroyed. Yeah. Uh, and what did you get?
1: Uh, I got a brownie.
3: Oh yeah, you a got a choco
1: brownie. cat brownie. Yep.
3: And then yeah. sawtooth met us there. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. I met you there. So, all right, that was Monday. Another full day. Mm-hmm. Now Tuesday. I thought this would be the thing you're looking forward to the most. Um, it was our trip to where, Stomping John? Oh, my God. Well, Why don't we talk yes. about this? So You narrate this portion. I'll be right back. Where
1: are you going? I'm
0: going to go urinate.
1: But now you're not going to get to hear I
0: it. I lived it. I don't need to hear it. Go oh, ahead. Oh, You unpro- and Ted discuss. I will be right back. Uh, you're so, pr- you're well, promoted to host, and I'm co-host now.
1: So when we planned this whole trip out, like uh, I had said to... Um, sawtooth months and months and months ago. I said, if if we were going to go anywhere, I wanted to go to Meow Wolf. And he thought I was crazy. And then serendipitously, it ended up into this whole trip. Uh, but we had decided that we would meet out in Vegas and we'd kind of do stuff around Vegas. And
3: it was hot.
1: Space Unicorn said she really wanted to go to the Grand Canyon so I said, well, if we're going to go to Arizona, then I'd love to go to Jerome. And not thinking anybody would be like, okay, we're going to go to Jerome. And what is in Jerome?
3: Oh, oh, um, like official store.
1: Right. So this is a total nerd, nerd, uh, tour
3: and winery
1: Good. that, uh, that I convinced everybody that we needed to do. So on the side of a mountain in Arizona in Jerome in literally the Verde Valley on the the literally valley. on the side of the valley is a store uh that is owned by Maynard James Keenan um it's called Pussy for the Store yep um I've ordered from it over the years and um uh, collected merchandise and whatnot. finally
0: went there you were in heaven
1: and uh so we went to the store and so you know what's really interesting why don't you talk about what you thought was interesting about um jerome and you know maynard's influence in that region
0: yeah i mean so i want to frame this in a way that's fair to maynard um so, Stomping Jen probably mentioned he's the lead singer of these two, like, wildly popular bands. Oh, three. Three. Well, um, I don't know. If no. Um, Tool. A Perfect Circle. A perfect Circle. Pussifer. And Pussifer is his solo. Like his and, and Maynard, and, and James Maynard Keenan, uh, he's an interesting guy. Uh, he was in the army for four years before he was in Tools. So he's a veteran. He's mm-hmm. somebody who, um, I think despite having achieved great success in life as a musician and insane amounts of fame is somebody who i think appreciates his privacy and i think he's somebody who appreciates being able to live life as a um, a, a, a normal person mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and yeah. you could not pick a better place on earth <laughs> to
3: get some privacy to get
0: some privacy and like live apart from, um, the rat race than Jerome, Arizona.
3: Like everything outside Jerome, like for miles is just nothing until the next city.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so, um, so Maynard, uh, I think he moved there. He Mm -hmm. started this winery and Mm -hmm. it's, that's been going for a long time now and it's, and it's established successful winery and he has this business and, um, you know, he he opened this this store, Pussifer. The store where it's a record store. It's a record right? store. Yeah. Yep, and he sells he sells merchandise related to the band there. Um, All the bands, I think,
1: but mostly Pussifer.
0: And um, you know, it, I think
1: he also uh, has a, a barber store in there called yes, Barber Gelato
0: too. And yeah. he makes gelato. And something
3: interesting. About and the so, winery. despite
0: being invited to, I'm not being allowed to make my point, just, which was that um, I think his presence there has injected um, a lot of economic vitality into the area. Mm-hmm. Right, um, Jerome in the neighboring town. What is Cottonwood. it, Cottonwood? Cottonwood. Yeah. Um, and so, you very much feel that there's like a buzz. There's a lot of people like us who were there. Um, you know, we're not drinkers, so we weren't there for the wine. But there are a lot of people there who are drawn there because of the music and wanted to get merchandise from the store and just see the place, right? Yeah. And maybe even catch a Maynard sighting. Right. You know, I was on the lookout. Yeah. For so, him,
3: <laughs> something really interesting about the winery I thought was it's not it's not like associated with any of his established brands like Tool, Perfect Circle, or Pussifer
1: No, it's his own thing.
3: I, th- I thought that was really no, I, th- I thought that was really cool because mm-hmm. it kind of. It kind of keeps his brand uh, diverse, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. But, like, it, you know, it all kind of ties ties into one another. So the name of his vineyard is Merkin Vineyards, right. and you can look up what Merkin means.
3: Yeah. You're going to talk about your brief brush with uh, fame?
1: And so he has a restaurant also uh, in Cottonwood called right. Osteria. That he uses, he also like raises like ducks and like all sorts of other things. So he has like a farm to table restaurant that's in Cottonwood.
0: Right. So let's go back to Jerome. Oh, sorry. um, Our visit to Jerome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we spent some time walking around the city of Jerome, which is like this Italian mountainside town. It's like literally built into the side of this mountain. Right. And, um... Stomping Gen and Space Unicorn were in the Pussifer store um, wearing their Meow Wolf merchandise, t shirts, and whatnot. And um, uh, a woman at the store started asking Stomping Gen about, um, I think, Space Unicorn's t shirt, or, or she was talking to Space Unicorn about Meow Wolf. Um, in the oh, Omega yeah. Mart thing, and why don't you tell us, Stomping Jen, who you think that person? Oh no, was. I know it was. Okay, well tell us. It was Maynard's wife. Yeah, so you got to talk to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. It's very. You didn't nerdy. spaz out. I
1: didn't spaz out. It was only yeah. two two seconds. We
0: kept it together.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and then we got some gelato in Maynard's store. mm store. That was cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good gelato. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, Um, We went uh, to
1: Caduceus Cellars, which is his little...
0: Wine shop. Wine shop. One
3: one of Jerome's main themes is that it's supposed to be like a ghost town.
1: Well, it was an old mining town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, we know somebody, I think, whose grandfather's bones are likely in in the bottom of a mine shaft somewhere in Jerome. Mm Mm-hmm that's um, a long story uh, maybe we can get them on to talk about it yeah. at some point but yeah um be that as it may that was our experience in jerome right
1: yeah jerome
0: Cotter. no no yeah. james maynard keenan sighting maynard <laughs> what's his name
1: maynard. you're right his name his real name is james
0: so why are you correcting me
1: because he doesn't go by he goes by maynard james keenan
0: oh okay i didn't know that okay um yeah. All right, and then we hopped in our car and we went where? Sedona. No, Cottonwood. No. We already
1: went to Cottonwood. We yeah, went we to Osteria. We
3: stayed, we stayed in Cottonwood and watched the sunset.
1: And we didn't do that
3: at no, all. No, we did
0: not do that at we all. We
1: ate at Osteria. All right,
0: so after Jerome, we went to Cottonwood. Right. We ate at
1: Osteria, who's farm-to-table restaurant.
0: Yep, that was good.
1: It was delicious. And then
0: we drove to Sedona.
1: And then we drove to Sedona.
0: Let's talk about Sedona. What did we do in Sedona? First
1: of all, Sedona. Oh yeah, is beautiful.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about Sedona for a minute?
1: Of course, it we is. Can. It is
0: physically beautiful. Um. Um. But where did we go for dinner that night? Whole Foods. <laughs> right. So I'm going to play this.
1: <laughs> what is this? This is an old bumper.
0: It's, it's the, assholes the assholes who shop at Whole Foods. And it was us. It wasn't us.
1: There were,
3: there were definitely some of those essential oils people.
0: Yeah. Um, so we were we were at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So glad I got an opportunity. Um, to, to play your bumper. Play that. Yeah. It was definitely filled with these like spiritual types. Like there are people walking around with bottles of alkaline water, um, wearing flowing robes. Um, yeah, one thing
3: about this place is there's lots of gemstone stores.
0: Yeah, flowing Rome, uh, flowing robes. They were carrying salt, some kinds of salts. Oh my God. Um, kombucha. They were walking around with. Okay, kombucha. we got. Kombucha. Yeah, you guys
1: got kombucha.
0: Um, they were also picking up like um incense and like like uh, Ted said essential oils of some kind. All right. It just was very annoying. All we wanted to do was go into the hot bar and get some food.
1: The hot bar. And
0: get some pizza. Or something to eat, because we'd been driving all day. But we had to deal with all of these people on spiritual quests within Whole Foods.
1: We didn't really have to deal with them. I think you're exaggerating this part
0: a little bit. No.
1: We did go to Sedona, and it was gorgeous. And we stayed at a very nice hotel. And we went out and saw the sunset. But it was very hazy.
0: Yeah.
3: It was pretty hazy. I think there was a film crew there, too. There was a film crew.
0: There was some people filming some stuff in this canyon we went to. Yeah.
1: And it was very windy.
0: Yeah. So, unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of time in Sedona, right?
1: Right. Because, as I mentioned before, the reason we decided to go to Arizona was so that Space Unicorn could go see the Grand Canyon. Yeah.
0: All right. So, we woke up the next day and... Boy, another seven hours of driving. We drove from, from Sedona to the Grand Canyon, which was yeah. two and a half hours. But where did
1: we drive through the Coconino? Cook,
0: cook, Cocachina. Co-
1: we don't know how to say it, people. The
0: Cocoa Puff National Forest. <laughs> <laughs> right? We saw, a, we saw a forest fire. I think. Oh,
1: my God. It was yep. super pretty, though. I definitely want to go back and check that out.
0: Right. We drove through Cocoa Puff National Forest. We saw... Um, What appeared to be a forest fire A forest fire And we we went to the Grand Canyon again Mm -hmm. We
1: could have went to a different part of the Grand
0: Canyon It
3: was weird being back So
0: so we spent a few hours there, and this time my my anxiety was like fully triggered. Yeah, you were like, I couldn't mess. stand being this, there. This, this is probably no.
3: because I uh, Hogshank had gotten me, got me a book called Death in the Grand Canyon, and I was reiterating how close to death we actually were uh, we, we, we had kept so
1: hiking. So to be realistic, we spent most of that visit at the Grand Canyon at the gift shop and getting ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh... Not really yeah, doing very much
3: but, else, but I was I was telling I was telling Sawtooth about how about like where people had died and was standing near the wall behind the El Tovar, which is where many people have actually fallen off.
0: And what what's her name?
3: Uh,
0: who? Space Unicorn. Uh, Space Unicorn. Oh, right. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, uh, that was our our great our great Grand Canyon adventure. Um, it was short lived. Uh, it's okay. We'll go back another day, and we'll we'll see more of the Grand Canyon because it's super grand, and we only saw a little tiny portion of it. It was pretty
3: grand. It. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we showed them Bright Angel. Uh, we, we showed both Space Unicorn and stomping Gen, Bright Angel Trailhead, and they were incredibly surprised that Sawtooth had actually gone down it.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyways, so then we drove back to Vegas after like eight, realizing we could have spent another night out in Arizona if we planned things out a little differently but anyways this was the itinerary that we had chosen.
0: Yep. That uh, would have been preferable but hey. Hey. You live you learn. Right.
1: Now we know. Right. So but we, we raced back to Vegas because of where were we going that night.
3: Oh, Hell's Kitchen?
1: It's raw! Hell's Kitchen! <laughs> yeah. and they Where's mediocre the lamb food. sauce? This was another space unicorn sawtooth uh,
3: Goal Bucket list, list. Yep. thing Yeah um. And, and uh, they served us mediocre food for ridiculous prices
1: Yeah, which, you know
3: no, it, was, it was an experience
1: It was fun For yeah. what got it was got the beef wellington <laughs> Yeah, it was good
0: yeah, it was okay. It was fun. It we're, was big, okay. we're big fans of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. It was fun to go there yeah. and eat, eat the food from the show. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was fun.
0: All right, then Thursday was a kind of a lazy day, right?
1: lazy Our second to last day in, yeah. Ve- in Vegas. So we also neglected to talk about the heat wave that was going on because...
0: Uh, oh, when did that descend upon us? Uh, <sighs>
3: literally as soon as they got here. Immediately when cool. we got there.
0: It was cool when we were at the Grand Canyon.
1: Yeah, so that Wednesday, that night, that the day... Before this day that we're going to talk about It was literally like 120 Yeah, As it, we were driving back to Vegas
0: In the shade It was hot And meanwhile we had this um, Four and a half hour drive through the fucking desert And I was terrified of breaking down Yeah, That would have been very bad And we saw a bunch of cars broken down Just yeah. like in the desert Probably yeah. their engines overheated
1: Yeah but our trusty Camry Took us through the desert with no issues
3: Yeah we, we put, for a rental car, we put a ridiculous amount of miles yeah. on that. Yeah.
1: So uh, Sawtooth in the morning said, I do not want to drive anywhere. Yes.
3: Understandably. So
1: understandably. And so I said, okay, well, we had discovered over the course of these couple of days we were in Vegas that there actually was a bunch of ways you could get through you some can- of the resorts and casinos without actually going outside. Yeah, you can hotel hop. And so we decided a hotel hop. Down the strip a little bit and see how far we could get.
0: Yeah. We walked around. We went through a bunch of the hotels. So we went through um that's the Excalibur, you. the New York, New York.
1: Yeah, we right? went to Hershey's World, which is M&M M&M connected to New York, New York.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's when that's actually when we discovered Park MGM, the smoke-free hotel. Right.
1: We ate at this beautiful, it was like um like an Italian uh like uh, street fair type food court it was really nice actually
0: yeah
1: um that was really nice and park mgm
3: so was that our last day there that was our last like full day uh i yeah.
1: i made everybody go over to the hard rock because when i was a kid and we used to travel across the country we would go to all the hard rocks
0: god
3: i mean it was pretty cool
1: it was fun right yeah
0: yeah that was cool And yeah. we went to this mexican restaurant later that night yep. yeah
1: and in we the, went back in, to the Hello Kitty Cafe.
0: <laughs> we did yeah. do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, then that night, we saw a Vegas show. Oh, yeah. Oh, that I, was great. The Ventriloquist. What was it called? Yeah,
1: Terry Fatter. He like won. Fader. Fader. He won, he won America's Got Talent at some point with some the show. The very
0: first season he yeah. won. Um, yeah.
1: Now, I will admit. Uh, so we, we neglected to mention that my dad uh, had met us out in Vegas, uh, and so we didn't do everything with them, but um, he, he had insisted that we do a show, and so this was the show you wanted to go to, and I was like, all right, fine, whatever, I don't care. So I never in a million years would have seen an ad for this uh, performance and been like, oh, we have to go see this, but...
3: It was really,
0: it was, it was really awesome. funny. It yeah. was
1: really funny. We were all cracking up. Yeah. It was hysterical.
3: It was yeah. really
0: good. This guy does like 200 voices. And He's he, super talented. It's amazing. Yeah.
3: He like sings through like a basically unopened mouth kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, it,
3: yeah. Turned,
1: it turned out to be a, a good close to our Vegas <laughs> experience, I think.
3: Yeah, and then there was the long, long flight back. Yeah, At least um, it was during the day though.
0: On United, which is trash compared to JetBlue, the next day on um, on Saturday or Friday, we flew home, and I got to say, I ended up sitting next to this um, this asshole woman. Oh my god! It's <laughs> like she was
3: eating her fries. This
0: vapid human being um, who had this giant uh, container of fries and chicken that and where she was did she eating. Get that from? I don't she know. Would, she would
3: open the container, eat like three fries, yeah. and put it back. And then, late, like ten. Minutes then, when later, we got off the, she,
1: would, she was like babbling to somebody about going out to eat.
0: Yeah, and then when we got off the plane, she threw the fucking container of fries and chicken on the floor, and just got up and walked off the plane. Yeah, like, not total fucking trash human. Part of my language. You yeah. just put it down, or I.
1: am <laughs> yeah, so
0: okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's how my flight ended.
3: Oh, but hold
1: on.
0: Let's Having to step over up. her discarded fries and chicken.
3: <laughs> that's true. It was, it was that was not fun. But um on the bright side, we did get to see some beautiful scenery flying out from Vegas because before me and Sawtooth, when we'd been flying in it was like the mid- middle of the night. We had no idea when we were flying over the Grand Canyon. Right. We had no idea.
0: God bless you, Ted, for seeing the positive. All right. So Yay. let's
1: talk about what was our favorite thing.
0: Well, hold on. Then we slept, then that Saturday night, we had to sleep at your brother's house. Yeah. And inexplicably, all night long, his neighbors were going out to their cars, starting them.
1: That's not part of our vacation experience.
0: It was part of our vacation. They were starting their cars, revving their engines all night long. I don't know what that was all about. And so I got no sleep.
1: I have to say, though, uh, we went to a Jersey diner after we got off the plane. Yeah. Ugh. I had never been so hungry. That was was good. That was completely
0: satisfying. Right. And then to wrap (laughs) it all up, Saturday... We got in our car and we drove home. Yeah. Yep.
1: So,
3: okay, go
0: ahead. All
1: right. You guys had 2 weeks to choose from. So, why don't you guys tell us your favorite thing Bryce about Canyon. your first week?
0: Probably uh Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon. Yep. The that the
1: place. hike
0: the hike there was beautiful. The weather was perfect. I didn't end up almost dying. Right, yeah. No
1: panic attack. So, My
0: feet didn't
3: hurt. The reason I like I love Bryce Canyon so much was because you know it had it had some. I mean, I'd say the Grand Canyon has equally amazing views, as as a uh, like along with Bryce Canyon. But Bryce Canyon's scenery is constantly changing because you know it's not a huge environment. It's not like you're stuck with the same view for eight hours. So uh, it was it was also the slopes were a little less steep and it was it was just very nice. I would mm-hmm. recommend going to Bryce Canyon.
1: Okay.
0: What about you stomping, Jen?
1: What about the second week? I want to hear about the second week. What was your favorite experience in the Vegas portion of the
0: trip? Uh, Vegas. Um, Probably the Neon Museum.
1: That was fun.
0: Yeah. Meow Wolf was a little <clears throat> overwhelming. overwhelming for me. Like I mentioned, I'm not like you and Ted. I don't like to get immersed in that kind of stuff for too long i was done with it about half an hour 45 minutes Yeah, you were
1: done with it and you looked at me and i was like you're done
0: come on i was i was very um accommodating that's true i gave you your space i told you not to rush don't worry about me i'll just be standing over here in the corner it's all fine this was fine yeah Wolf was really cool yeah i agree You guys were done when you were done, right? Yeah. On your own accord? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, then. Yeah. So, like a good note to end off on. What about you? Um, You're no no longer co-host. What about you? (laughs) Stomping Jen?
1: What was my favorite thing about the trip? Yeah. (sighs) So this is going to sound super corny, but just being out there with you guys... Because I have so many good memories. Do, of
3: do you have any
0: ah bumpers?
1: Being out there uh, with my family, so I was yeah. glad that I was able to be out there. You went you out guys. there with
0: your family a lot.
1: Uh, I mean, we had, we had been out there. You know, I think I mentioned. <laughs>
0: <before>. <laughs>
3: Why is that so sad?
1: <laughs> that, you know, we used yeah. to go on these big road trips, and we used to go all yeah. over the country. And so, to be able to do a little slice of that.
0: with with my family what did it It mean to be there with your family
1: I just told you
0: yeah what did it feel like
1: you're not gonna get me to cry don't even try yeah love (laughs) you
0: it meant the world to me oh stop it to be there with my life partner oh my god my children
3: oh that's great you know what was
0: what was the best moment for me
1: what? Seeing me?
0: When I when I was driving, um, when we were leaving Vegas, and I called you to tell you about how in awe I was of the landscape, yeah, and how happy you were. I
1: was so happy.
0: <laughs> that that was my happiest moment.
1: You're really trying to make me.
0: It's working. She's crying. I did it, Ted.
1: Stop I, it. That's true. I really, I have. It was so beautiful? Wait. <laughs> How many years have I told you we need to go out there?
0: A long time. A
1: long time. And we
3: finally did it.
1: And we finally what did it. What a beautiful it. experience. I was just happy to be there. I
0: saw things I never thought I would see or <laughs> experience. Stop <laughs> it. You're the worst. All right.
1: What is wrong with you? Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great yeah okay. i
1: i mean Sorry. it's just there's something about being able to recreate like fun memory experiences that you yeah. had with your primary family Yeah. And do it with the family that you've created yeah
0: no that was awesome it was a good trip and we needed it after that pandemic oh my I, like God. a lot of this came up with after we got vaccinated and we were just like you it know what we just it's been We have to do something. Yeah, fuck we, it, we're going to Vegas. We um, gotta go we gotta go live.
3: The sleep deprivation was bad. There's some moments that weren't right. so great, but it, it was it was amazing to get out of the house and like go somewhere and yeah. do something.
0: Yeah. And Hogshank had wanted to do this thing for his yeah. for his birthday. Yeah, just, and I was like so we put out. it all together. It was amazing. Yeah. I feel fortunate that we could do it and you know, it all worked out. Yeah. That was it. That was the summer twenty twenty one vacation spectacular spectacular. It was stomping great. Stomping Jen. It
1: was great.
0: Oh, anything man. else we want to say in closing? No. Watch Ted out, watch anything out you for want to pine say? Pine Watch out. <laughs> pine. Yep, watch, watch out, out for, for Pine ranchulas.
3: <laughs> pine ranch <rantula. laughs> Tarantula cone. Tarantula.
0: All right. Well we have to end the show with our traditional bye now. So uh stomping Jen, you you'll go. Bye now. Uh Ted, go ahead. Bye now. All right, folks. Um, well, we hope you enjoyed hearing about our vacation. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, you guys go
1: out into the world now. Create get your, your own memories.
0: Get your asses out there. Um, be safe. Go live and do some fun stuff, okay? All right. All right, bye now.
2: This world of ours, ever growing smaller must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate.
0: Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the
2: goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together